You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast. Please enjoy today's show, hosted by Pastor Dan Stahlbaum. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Morning Breath. Uh, this is a drive time devotion. Sure to jumpstart your day. How you might ask, does that happen? Well, what we do is we read a chapter of the Bible, spend some time with the Lord. Then we come down to the studio here at the Merritt Island campus of East Coast Christian Center. We read the chapter on the air, and then we talk about wherever God leads us in the chapter. And so we're just start out by saying thanks for taking time out of your day to get into the Word of God. We think it's a the right thing and a powerful thing to do. And it's an easy thing to not, you know, kind of let go or get focused on other stuff or get busy. And so uh, just one of the ways that you can do that in the world we live in now, there's so many ways that are available to get into the Word. We live in a incredible golden age of of Scripture, of things being available to us. It's just incredible. For me, back in the day, it was a cassette tape or a book that I that or go to a meeting somewhere. And now, man, pot with podcasts and books on Kindle and you know, they can you can listen to an audio book and all the ways that you can get the word of God in you. It's just incredible, really cool time to to be able to just in fact, I'll just say this. I can study the same amount of material today in two hours that took me ten hours yeah. when I started doing this. Yeah. And I don't know if that's all completely good. Because studying for 10 hours kind of builds it into you and opening all those reference books and looking up those references uh, rather than having them, you know, hit the computer one button and it it populates the whole list. Uh, There's there's pluses and minuses. But one of the pluses is there's no shortage of ways that you can fill yourself up with the word. I heard a cool testimony the other day, and I I know I'm kind of off track already, but that's normal, (laughs) um, of somebody who started going to uh, East Coast Christian University and what a transformation in their life from a from a mutual friend who had known them since you know for a long time and i was just so encouraged hearing that kind of stuff and really that's cool all that happens is they're getting into the word so uh we do this together pastor keith is here with me hey what do you do at east coast i am the youth pastor what here else? at east coast i also oversee our production or graphics and yeah, uh, very just, few people here do one thing <laughs> and uh you know i like to do stuff on the weekend all that yeah i don't know yeah. i like loving people yeah yeah <laughs> anyway keith's been here since he was a tot yeah since 89 my family started a tater tot here. yeah how old were you it's two? funny i was 18 months old Eight, well, yeah so i exaggerated <laughs> hey those months are important back I then i get it it's a quarter of your life <laughs> i get it my you talk about cassette tapes i actually went uh, uh darlene parton was over here um uh recently a couple weeks ago yeah and um she we we found this back room together with like a wall of cassette tapes for some reason there was like all these cassette tapes still around i, I know where it's at <laughs> yeah and we were like what is this and i was like dude i bet my dad recorded so many of these from like 89 to 94 you yep. know in that range him sitting up there just yep. press and play yep. recording you yep. <laughs> it happened yeah those uh i don't know that's yeah that's the archives of <laughs> it's cool. messages at east coast christian center we it's hard to throw Stuff like that away. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. You almost feel a little bit sacrilegious. I know, I got you. You know, I'm so totally with you. Like if I have an old book and it's like, uh, I'm just putting it up in the cut. <laughs> yeah. I'll put it in the top of the closet. <laughs> I can't throw this away. There's just something about it that makes it harder. Yeah, I'm with anyway, you. Anyway, 
Go, let's uh, tell folks how to get involved oh, in the morning sure. breath yeah, and yeah, we'll yeah. move on. There's a few ways you could do that. The quick and easy is go to our app, you know, get on there and just click on the morning breath button and then you'll be able to see where we've gone and where we've been and listen in, tune in, read ahead, all of that. As well as you go to our website, eccc.us and get connected that way. Or if you just want to call our office at 452-1060, talk to our awesome receptionist, Ernestine. She yeah. could get you on a list so that we could actually just mail out where yeah. we're going to go to you. So lots of ways that you can get connected and actually start reading ahead that's the goal like pastor dan was saying yep. um and uh, we can do this together so be fun yes it will be it will be fun yeah so uh got a couple of announcements of course come back to church uh we want you back and uh, good. i just i've been praying that god would would speak to people's hearts because you know we could say this till the cows come home that's an expression my dad used to say uh and people still you know i don't know i don't when when other people speak and it's just them. It doesn't add faith and hope and love and all those things to my life. But when God speaks, all of what I need to accomplish it comes with it. And I've I'm, I've just been praying for God to speak to hearts and people to say yes. Yeah. Uh, get back to church. Go to your local church. Get back in the the congregation. Yeah, we need each other. Yeah, man. We need you. You need us. And that's just a good thing. That's right. It's good. Yeah. So. Uh, what else? Well, we got camp coming up. Oh. Camp is going to be amazing. That's July 12th through the 16th. Any students that are going into seventh grade all the way up to students who are leaving high school, we really want them to come into this incredible uh, annual event that we have teaching kids the Word. Our yeah. pastor is going to go out there and preach and speak and teach. Yeah. Uh, incredible relationships built, learning the power of worship, um, kids being empowered and learning who they are and their Having identity fun, in Christ. Too. Having a blast. Yep. So much fun. It's a 5 day event four nights uh, up in uh, north florida really really incredible thing would encourage you to do that it's 495 per student um, but actually if you have a family it gets cheaper with every uh with every sibling but 495 for the first student and really really great event we actually have a fundraiser coming up for kids to be able to raise money if they need to mm-hmm. a bikeathon they can go get sponsors um and then and then ride 15 miles or walk five miles and basically just have people that are funding per mile of what they're doing that's june 26 you can call our office or go on our website eccc.us and find out more info on that Yep, we'd love to have you do that. That's yeah. going to be a powerful thing. And then we're having a global leadership summit. Now, this is August 5th and 6th, and we're letting you know way in advance because those are, you know, during the week. And so this would be something that would have to be planned yeah. and, uh, you know, move towards. And so we've got it at a really reduced rate of $49. It goes up shortly to 79 But when we say that, that means the church is offset Almost $150 of this yep. fee. We want leaders in our community and in our church to get this information. This is some of the top leaders in the country uh, and political, uh, you know, business, church, every avenue and aspect, education, uh, even even in Hollywood. Some, But these are all believers, people who love the Lord. Craig Rochelle is kind of heading it up at this point. Um, it's an incredible event and really would encourage you to come. Yes. Yeah, it's out awesome. there, so good thing. And that's the 5th and the 6th of August. Yes. Good to have you. I think that's all we need to talk about. How are you doing, Nick? I'm doing well. Okay, who are you texting? Uh, I'm actually working on uh, my budget. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, after this, you're fired. How's that going? How's that going to help your well, budget? It simplifies it. Yeah, let's just, yeah. Let's just cut it in half. <laughs> good thing your wife still has a job. 
<laughs> okay, I'm glad we took care of that. So we're going to read. He's not fired. Calm I down. love, yeah, we're just playing. Yeah. I love where we're reading 1 Samuel 15. I love 1 Samuel altogether. Uh, it is a, I mean, and I got to read my favorite book in, in Samuel. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's uh, verse or chapter 11 mm-hmm. when he saves Jabesh Gilead. Uh, it's just, there's something God showed me years ago in there that kind of, revolutionized our church in Denver and it's always just been one of my favorite of all the great verses that's cool that are in Samuel so which one we read in 15 right yes sir yeah, I read a couple of chapters in the morning so I just had to get on the right one <laughs> so uh well how many verses we got Thir- oh, 23 16 we, a, 35 there's a good amount blue 48 uh, so, 17, 17 is halfway yep. that looks good let me see what it looks like yeah there's a little yeah. there's a little pause there so I'm gonna read the first 16 all right. I'm going to turn you loose at 17. All righty. Help me. I say unto you, Ariza. Samuel also said to Saul, the Lord sent me to anoint you king over his people, over Israel. Now, therefore, heed the voice of the words of the Lord. Thus says the Lord of hosts, I will punish Amalek for what he did to Israel, how he ambushed him on the way when he came up from Egypt. Now go and attack Amalek and utterly destroy all that they have and do not spare them, but kill both man and woman, infant and nursing child, ox and sheep, camel and donkey. So Saul gathered the people together and numbered them in Telum, 200,000 foot soldiers and 10,000 men of Judah. And Saul came to a city of Amalek and lay in wait in the valley. Then Saul said to the Kenites, Go, depart, get down from among the Amalekites, lest I destroy you with them. For you showed kindness to all the children of Israel when they came up out of Egypt. So the Kenites departed from among the Amalekites. And Saul attacked the Amalekites from Havilah all the way to Shur, which is east of Egypt. He also took Agag, king of the Amalekites, alive and utterly destroyed all the people with the edge of the sword. But Saul and the people spared Agag and the best of the sheep and oxen, the fatlings, the lambs, and all that was good, and were unwilling to utterly destroy them. But everything despised and worthless, that they utterly destroyed. Now the word of the Lord came to Samuel, saying, I greatly regret that I have set up Saul as king, for he has turned back from following me and has not performed my commandments. And it grieved Samuel, and he cried out to the Lord all night. So when Samuel rose early in the morning to meet Saul, it was told Samuel, saying, Saul went to Carmel, or Carmel, and indeed he set up a monument for himself, and he has gone on around, passed by, and gone down to Gilgal. Then Samuel went to Saul, and Saul said to him, Blessed are you of the Lord. I have performed the commandment of the Lord. But Samuel said, What then is this bleeding of sheep in my ears and the lowing of oxen which I hear? And Samuel said, They have brought them from the Amalekites, for the people spared the best of the sheep and the oxen to sacrifice to the Lord your God, and the rest we have utterly destroyed. Then Samuel said to Saul, Be quiet, and I will tell you what the Lord said to me last night. And he said, Speak on. Verse 17, and Samuel told him, although you may think little of yourself, are you not the leader of the tribes of Israel? The Lord has anointed you king of Israel, and the Lord sent you on a mission and told you, go and completely destroy the sinners, the Amalekites, until they are all dead. Why haven't you obeyed the Lord? Why did you rush for the plunder? And so what was the evil in the Lord's, and do what was evil in the Lord's sight? 
But I did obey the Lord, Saul insisted. I carried out the mission he gave me. I brought back King Agag, but I destroyed everyone else. Then my troops brought in the best of the sheep, goats, cattle, and plunder to sacrifice to the Lord your God and Gagal. But Samuel replied, What is more pleasing to the Lord, your burnt offerings and sacrifices, or your obedience to his voice? Listen, obedience is better than sacrifice, and submission is better than offering the fat of rams. Rebellion is as sinful as witchcraft, and stubbornness is bad as worshiping idols. So because you have rejected the command of the Lord, he has rejected you as king. Then Saul admitted to Samuel, Yes, I've sinned. I've disobeyed your instructions and the Lord's command, for I was afraid of the people and did what they demanded. But now please forgive my sin and come back with me so that I may worship the Lord. But Samuel replied, I will not go back with you. Since you have rejected the Lord's command, he has rejected you as king of Israel. As Samuel turned to go, Saul tried to hold him back and tore the hem of his robe. And Samuel said to him, The Lord has torn the kingdom of Israel from you today and has given it to someone else, one who is better than you. And he who is the glory of Israel will not lie, nor will he change his mind, for he is not human that he should change his mind. Then Saul pleaded again, I know I've sinned, but please at least honor me before the elders of my people and before Israel by coming back with me so that I may worship the Lord your God. So Samuel finally agreed and went back with him, and Saul worshiped the Lord. Then Samuel said, Bring King Agag to me. Agag arrived, full of hope, for he thought, Surely the worst is over, and I've been spared. But Samuel said, As your sword has killed the sons of many mothers, now your mother will be childless. And Samuel cut Agag to pieces before the Lord at Gagal. Then Samuel went home to Ramah, and Saul returned to his house at Gibeah of Saul. Samuel never went to meet with Saul again, but he mourned constantly for him, and the Lord was sorry he had ever made Saul king of Israel. Amen. Amen. Wow. <laughs> this is a, a, it's sad. It is. You know, it's a very, very sad time. Uh, it's also, some of it's really difficult to kind of fit in my theology at times. Um, you know, just trying to figure out. I know the first time I read that it said kill everybody, man, woman, child, and infant, and nursing child, uh, ox, sheep, camel, and donkey. It was really like, I was like, it blew me away. I'm like, oh my gosh, what in the world? Yeah. How could this be God or godly? And I don't know that, you know, I have a, a great answer right now, but just just things you think about later on, you know, what if there was a plague that had gone through every part of this group of people, not just judgment for their wickedness. We mm. do know that this is the way Agag lived because um, yours said it very softly, uh, the kind of verse 33, but mine says it much more bluntly. And Samuel said, as your sword, he was speaking to Agag, has made women childless, so shall your mother be childless among mm -hmm. women. This was the way Agag lived. Um, it wasn't just Israel he attacked, you know, and uh, killed man, woman, and child then when they were leaving Egypt. And that's the other thing that, that I thought about with this is this is, I don't, I'm not sure how many years, but hundreds of years ago. Mm that Israel left Egypt. Right. You know, this this is 40 years of wandering in the wilderness, yep, all of that. Yep, I mean, yep. da, 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 now we're getting ready to anoint David king next chapter. It's yeah. been a long time. Yeah, absolutely. Yet, God didn't forget all that stuff that that went on. And I and the Bible was very clear that 
when God, you know, began the covenant with Abraham, I will bless those who bless you. Yep. You see the Kenites here are released and told to you're, get out of here. We want to keep you safe. Yep. But I will curse those who curse you. <clears throat> and I actually thought about it this way. I wonder if this indeed was God's long suffering, that he gave them hundreds of years to change right. the direction that they were going. Yet they refused to change the direction they were going. And uh, so, you know, when you first read things, it's hard. And I'm not saying it's easy now, but yeah. it just sparked a lot of thoughts. I love that me. you go right at it, too, though. Yeah. Like, I appreciate that of, like, well, we're not going to, like, you know, skirt around. Well, we let's not talk about let's that. Let's not sugarcoat that yeah, part. Let's not talk about that because it's uncomfortable. You know, yeah. like, hey, let's go right at it. Yeah. It is uncomfortable. It is. Um, I mean, uh, there's a lot going on here. Um, for me, what's really standing out is just Saul as a leader and mm. seeing so many aspects. There's one verse oh. that I stinking love so much, and it's <laughs> verse 17, when Samuel looks at Saul and says, although you may think little of yourself, are you not the leader of the tribes of Israel? Mm. And I mean, what he's saying is, um, I get it. You sinned because you actually don't think as highly of yourself as God does. And that's like, that's, and it's an integrity thing. That's what we do whenever we're alone and whenever we're by ourselves. And it doesn't matter where you're at in life. You are an ambassador of Christ if he lives in you. And uh, you have leadership. You have a, a purpose, a, a mission here on earth. And whenever we compromise integrity, you know, it, it really what we're saying is, eh, I'm not as valuable to the kingdom of God. So, it do, I mean, I, do I really need to keep everything in check? And like, it's such a, a, a powerful thing of Samuel just looking at him going, look, look, I know you don't think much of yourself to the king. Like he's saying that to the king because <laughs> you wouldn't do this if you actually saw yourself the way God does. Right. And I and that just blows me away um, of like, man, thanks, God, for what you've done in my life and what you've called me to. And uh, Lord, I'm going to look at myself the way you look at me and not compromise that ever. It's just a lot of integrity stuff throughout here, and that, that really stuck to me. <clears throat> it's very powerful. You know, the other side of it is when you read it in the New King James, you get just the opposite of what you said. Okay. And, but I think, I think they're very much married together. Yeah. And I, uh, so hear me out on this. It says, so Samuel said, when you were little in your own eyes, were you not the head of the tribes of Israel? Oh, okay. So you see the humility, yeah. how important that was. But I think here's, here's what happens in most people's lives is those that think the less least of themselves have a tendency to overcompensate and try to make others think more of them, mm -hmm. which is certainly a weakness that Saul had. He, he said yeah. he made these decisions because the people wanted yep. to spare. Verse 15 is, is a crazy verse. It says, And Saul said, They have brought them from the Amalekites, for the people spared the best of the sheep and the oxen to sacrifice the Lord your God, and the rest we have utterly. You know, he gives them all the blame for what's going wrong and yep. takes all the credit. But when you have a non-God view of yourself, which means your view of yourself is judged by what? others think of you, not what God thinks of you, then very often there's a lot of overcompensating in, in trying to be who they want, him to, want you to be instead of be who God wants you to be. And when he started, he, he was so afraid of people, he was hiding, mm -hmm. you know, amongst the boxes 
Uh, and when you're yep. head and shoulders taller than everybody else, that's hard to do. Yeah. Can you see Pastor Brian hiding? <laughs> now, I can see me or Nick or you big, hiding. Big but, boxes. Yeah, but yeah, they must have been. <laughs> anyway. Oh, I, I mean, like, it just keeps going off of even whenever he's saying, he said, look, I know that God's left me. I know yeah. I sinned, but will you come yes. back with me? Because they're going to see exactly. me, and I want them exactly. to see that we're all good. Yeah. Like, it's not even that he... He actually he care, he doesn't even care about what God thinks or what the or that oh, he's lost the kingdom. Right, he doesn't even care. He's just like, please just come back with me so that everybody thinks everything's okay. Like it's just it's messed up. It's sad. Yeah. Even in verse uh, fifteen of him saying they're going to sacrifice them to the Lord your God. Like it's not his God. Yeah, exactly. It's I Samuel's God. Too. It's yep. like they're going to sacrifice them to your God. Yeah. So. He, Saul has zero connection to God at this point. He has zero connection to actually the heart of of who he is, and he's he's lost. Like yeah. he's completely lost, uh, and because he's been consumed by what do people think mm. versus what does God think? God put me here, so nobody can take it away. Yeah. Like he, there's so much confidence that needs to come back, boldness, and that comes from the strength and the foundation of knowing what God thinks of you and you knowing who God is. And he lost sight of that, and uh, Boy, we did. can't lose sight of that. No, we got to hang on to it. You know, somebody said something to me many, many, many years ago when I was struggling in the church in Denver, was struggling. It was like, oh, Lord, what's going to happen here? And this person, I think, you know, is a, definitely a prophetic word, said to me, those who are with you can't leave, and those who are against you can't stay. Oh. And it was like... Wow, that's really powerful. Wow. Yeah. And what it did for me on the inside was get my confidence back in God, not my performance, not, you know, making the right decision, not pleasing everybody. But, oh, well, if that's the case, I might as well just do whatever God says and, you know, let God take care of the rest. And uh, it was very it was very life changing for me. For a long time. I mean, that word has never gone away. It's always yeah. reigned supreme in, in my thinking whenever something's going on. Hey, God, you've got this. Whoever's for us, they can't leave. For whoever's against us, they can't stay. And it's a great place to be. You know, another thing you see in, in this guy's life, and I don't know if there's really time to go into it, but it says, for rebellion is as a sin of witchcraft <laughs> and stubbornness as iniquity and idolatry, and I know we don't think that way most of the time, but to think that, you know, he ends up consulting with a witch, mm-hmm. so we know that God's word, as always, is true, but that word stubbornness is as iniquity and idolatry, and man, that that kind of, it amps up some of these things we don't, we don't place importance on, but yeah. I don't know, I've probably been stubborn way more than I should. I just thank God I live in the Jesus outpouring and not, you know, the old old covenant. Amen. We're going to take a break. Uh, Speaking of grace, and we'll be back in a minute. Finish up. You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast from East Coast Christian Center. We will be back shortly after we thank our sponsors. At East Coast Christian Center, we are building a life-giving church that lasts. We are one church in many locations with campuses in Merritt Island, Vieira, Coco, and an online campus that you can attend from anywhere. Here at East Coast, we value each generation and work hard to ensure that no matter what age or stage of life you're in, there's a place for you in our family. You weren't meant to do life alone, so come and find your church home with us. You can plan your visit or get more information online at eccc.us. 
Barfield Contracting and Associates is a fully licensed and insured roofing and building contractor. They are located in Cocoa Village, but service all of Brevard County and surrounding communities. They also offer military and senior discounts and free estimates and appreciate every opportunity they are given. 321-454-4531. That's 321-454-4531. Barfield Contracting, treating you like family. Mark your calendars for Overlook Ministries' first concert fundraiser on June 25th. The event starts at 6 p.m. with food trucks, tours of their residential treatment house, and a concert that starts at 7, led by East Coast Christian Center's worship pastor, Chris Johnson. Come be a part of saving men's lives and restoring families. Mothers want their sons back, wives are missing their husbands, and children want their daddies home. Find more information and location of the event through Facebook by searching Overlook Ministries or you can go to www.overlookministries.com. Are you a young adult between the ages of 18 and 29 seeking community and an opportunity to press into the Word of God on a deeper level? Join us at Mezzanine Sunday nights at 7. Experience powerful and impacting messages alongside like-minded individuals that are passionate about pursuing the heart of God. Visit mezzanine.church to get plugged in. Hi, I'm Scott Langston. I'm a broker associate who has specialized in commercial real estate for the past 27 years. I sell real estate for Remax Elite. I give free broker price opinions to anyone selling real estate. If you are looking to buy or lease real estate, I will represent you at no cost to you. My phone number is 321-403-1111. My website is scottlangston.com. Go out and make it a great day. Pineapple Garden, assisted living facility located in Rockledge. Affordable care with daily activities and a friendly 24-hour staff, making sure you or your loved ones are safe and secure. Find them online at pineapplegarden.com. For over 30 years, CB Plumbing has been a family-owned and operated business that is dedicated and proud to serve the Brevard County community. CB Plumbing offers both drain and sewer line cleaning for commercial and residential. CB Plumbing for all your plumbing needs. 321-783-6000. That's 321-783-6000. Customer satisfaction is their guarantee. Welcome back to the Morning Breath Podcast. Lean in as the pastors finish the show with their final thoughts. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Uh, that kind of caught me off guard. I was busy throwing a marker, highlighter at Nick. We are uh, going <laughs> to close this up with really kind of the centerpiece of this chapter. It's kind of got almost as much on both sides of it, but it says to, uh, to obey is better than sacrifice and to heed than the fat of rams. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Pastor Keith. Yeah, I mean, like, honestly, the obedience better than sacrifice, it is scary as a person, as a leader, no matter where you're at in life, to go, okay, I'm going to ask for the the permission. I'm going to ask my thought. I'm going to just obey rather than, like, I just want to do it my way. And I want to oh. just, I know that if I talk about it, then people are going to be against it or whatever and that kind of stuff. That's a lie from the enemy yeah, that you need to know that God is for you, that he's put a dream in your heart or whatever that is. Um, he's put something and spoken to you. And being open about it, trusting God, trusting others, uh, and just 
walking inside of submission to God is so much better than trying to work stuff your way, and then it turns into something ugly, fearful, uh, bitter, whatever it could become, and then you're turning to God going, I'm sorry, Lord, I've messed up again. He's there. He's going to forgive you, but it is so much healthier to live in peace than it is to live in fear. So, So, So kind of put it this way. There's two treadmills, and you get on this treadmill of trying to go forward in your own strength and you're just fight it's always turning and you're never moving yeah or you get on one of those things at the airport yeah that carry you yeah further on down the line and that's really the difference between trying to do it your way and trying to please people and it's just like being on a treadmill and it's tiring and of no value but if you'll just be who god called you to be and love and honor god he will carry you forward it's good there's a good picture anyway god bless you guys have a great day see you nick Bye, guys. Bye-bye, everyone. (laughs) We hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Morning Breath podcast. If you did, we would love for you to give it a thumbs up and share it with a friend. To follow along with our daily chapter list and for quick access to East Coast podcasts, events, and more, download the East Coast app. It's the best way to stay connected with everything East Coast. We would also love for you to join our online community. Just search for East Coast Christian Center on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks again for listening to the Morning Breath Podcast.